sitting in his car and I'm like hey man do you know where I put my phone at and he mm-hmm. bust out laughing and I'm trying to find my phone this is a serious mm-hmm. moment and he's like yeah. you fucking dumbass what did you call me on I'm like I wanted to throw my phone because that's how mad I was like my other phone <laughs> he was like oh it's on the floor next to the <laughs> fridge and I'm like you really thought that I called you on something I was looking for? Oh, and, man. That, sh- that shit has me rolling, man. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is fantastic. And it was a, it was more of an insult to my intelligence than anything. Mm. Because he, I'm like, you're the slow one. Like, honestly. Like, <laughs> he I'm was a, straight up like, like, man, I love you, but you're dumb as shit. <laughs> Oh man, oh, love the love the brutal honesty in that one. Uh, but that's that's essentially what, what my wife's like to me. She's like, you you do all the, you do these podcasts. You're now going to be doing music promotion. You you work at you work in a bank. Yeah, which is the worst thing in the world. Well, she's like, but you still forget to uh, pick up my shortbread when I eat it. <laughs> and she's like, how can you be so smart in some ways but so dumb in the other? And I'm like. Just treat me like the boys. Explain everything to me in the slightest, minutest detail. It's not a kid thing. It's a man thing. Tell me exactly what you want. Like, as much, no, there's no such thing as the, like the smallest. There's no such thing as too much information. Tell me every little thing that you need. So I've got a good chance of not fucking this up. <laughs> <laughs> and I still fuck it up. It's like, you know how like uh, some guys, they sleep on the couch because their wife will send them to the couch because they're being, you know, like a get. I sleep mm. there for a vacation, man. <laughs> well, I, sl- I sleep there so much so my wife can get some peace and quiet because, like, I'm a dead weight. I snore like a fucking charging rhino. Uh, and she, what, she needs her sleep. Well, so I don't, so I'm like, right, I'll sleep downstairs tonight. She's like, why have you not done anything wrong? We've been we've lived together for almost seven years now. How do you not get how I work? I'm <laughs> sleeping down the stairs to to give you this peace because you're constantly complaining. The next morning, uh, I barely had the bed. Like you were you you took the covers and you were snow and you were snoring away. And then the cat jumped up and then like then the when the boys tried to come in, oh, I don't want to give anything for for a rest. And I'm like, I'm giving you this rest, and you're questioning it like I've done something wrong. You know, there's a, a device, um, I think it's called a snore doctor, that'll help you with that. Um, it's not Probably painful. one of those plug things to go up your nose, because I yeah. had them and they do not work. Because when you're snoring, well, as long as I do, it just comes straight out. <laughs> it's like, it's like so she was essentially, she, essentially she was just getting missiled at her every night. Damn. Because I'll kind of want the heart to go up to try and get myself over, then I'll roll away and fall asleep. But just before that, it's like, what, and what, I have the loudest sneeze, uh, what I could I could literally wake the dead with the sneeze. And one of the times I had it in, and I was like, I'm going to sneeze. Before I could get, know that way it's coming, but you can't get to your, hand, your mouth quick enough. And I just went, 
Phew, and it came right out and bonked her right in the back of the head. She thought I'd donkey punched her or something. Wow. Unreal. What She's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was crazy. But married life can be, can be crazy, especially when kids come along. Your your personality reminds me of Bill Burr so much. I hope you don't take offense <laughs> to that. <laughs> None taken. None taken. But I'm 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 okay with that. He's well known. He's well known. So I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Well, best lot and I always like to give people what what little bits of advice that they would never expect to hear from anybody. So for anybody that's think uh, that maybe listening that's either going to get married or thinking about getting married or what um, they're on that kind of journey towards marriage. The only advice that I will give you is always make sure you get a piece of your own buffet, like your own catering service. Make sure that you get someone that's going to run that shit for you. Because the amount of times that I've heard from my guests saying that the buffet was amazing, like the food on selection was amazing, and I didn't get to touch jack shit because I'm too busy <laughs> having to check on everybody, make sure they're having a good time. <laughs> well, and they're all raving about what um, like the chicken tikka or something that they've had and what, or, or whatever from the wedding and I'm like none of you fuckers could, could, could pick me up a sausage roll are you kidding me really really so I give this advice to every every man that's getting married to it. make that one of your best man's duties to make sure that they feed you and everybody I give the advice to I ask them so did you do it and they go nah I forgot about it and I didn't get a chance <laughs> Uh, and you're regretting it now, aren't you? Aye. Because they all just talk about it. Thank you. <laughs> was there was there any dish that you tried here that wasn't available in Scotland that you enjoyed? Um, the IHOP. Uh-huh. IHOP. We don't have a, an IHOP over there. Uh, and I love it. We have pancakes, but, I, but we don't have an IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> We have pancakes, we just don't have an IHOP, and I absolutely loved it. We went there when we first got to America, and we left the day before we were coming back, and uh, one of the girls was at, uh, was there, and she was asking us, oh, my camera's dropped out, hold on. Uh, I'll keep telling the story anyway. So we were there, and she was asking, you know, what, what we were doing. We are like, oh, we're just going back to the hotel, get packed up, we're heading back home. What? It's like, what's that? Wait, where are you from? I'm like, um, I'm like we're, we're Scottish. Oh, I love Scotland. You've been to that tartan kill over there? And I'm like, no, because that's the bastardization of what Scotland should be. Okay. But you've got something called the tartan kilt with an England flag and mini skirts. I'm like, that's, that's not Scotland. That's not even the Brigadoon stereotype of Scotland. Everybody thinks that we all, all are like groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons. Wow. Yeah. That, that actually happened, that was in a poll where, uh, that got published where they interviewed some Americans and they all thought we lived in sheds and we didn't have internet. <laughs> and they're not wrong. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> but, but yeah, but she, but, no, she was she was absolutely lovely. We, uh, the waitress there and we explained that you know, we'd, been a, we'd just been on our honeymoon and things like that. And she came out and brought us out free desserts like, as a thank you for like uh, for just being like, for being nice to her. And I'm like, it's common courtesy just be be nice well, but she, this, this just made her day and it made me feel so happy that, that we were able to do that for her and I love that ice cream the ice cream was brilliant <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was made with love I really appreciated that I mean, we do have like uh, we do have like, American foods and stuff over here but I always think it's, be- it's much better over there for the real thing like 
we don't have steak for breakfast over here. But we don't have like steak, like steak and eggs for breakfast. Well, because that's like, you know, cardiac arrest, essentially. Mm -hmm. But when you're in Vegas and it's acceptable and it's only like $5, you're jumping on that. <laughs> you're going for it left, right and center. That's brilliant. And uh, the Twinkies, let's say the Twinkies. Mm -hmm. uh, my brother has a has a story about the Twinkies, so I'm just going to say it and embarrass him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we went to Vegas, and of course, like, a lot of things are um, like you know buffet portions, like you know the all you can eat kind of stuff. So me and my brother, being absolute gannets, we loved it. Uh, but I knew to kind of pace myself to start with for the first couple of days. He had no filter. He's just going and going and eating everything like that's practically available. So we get to the third day, and he's not even taking a poop in those three days. And he decides that he's going to get a couple of things for um, uh, his missus and his stepkids. And we went to one of the, uh, one of the shops, and he saw um, what, tw uh, Twinkies. And, I was like, and he's like, I I've never tried these Twinkies before. I, I think I should try these Twinkies. I'm like, yeah. Let's try a Twinkie. Why not? So, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the Twinkie, but my brother had this, and it was like it was like something uh, like sparking the fuse of this giant what bomb of food that was in his stomach. Well, and you've seen him; he's 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 whiter than me, and that's hard to beat. <laughs> but he went grey. He's like, oh, I'm going to be sick straight in the toilet. That was him. He was out of the game. He always says, it was a bastard twinkie. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it wasn't the fact that you ate three days worth of crap and you didn't take a crap. It was the twinkie. <laughs> but I can't embarrass him without embarrassing myself. So that's what I'm kind of strangely proud of. I clogged an American toilet. <laughs> now, at this point, I was like, I was like quite skinny. So a skinny white dude from Scotland managed to clog up a toilet so bad in Vegas that he had to leave twenty dollars in an apology note to room service for doing it. That's that's I don't I don't want to say that's bad, but it happens. It does happen. It, ha it happens in Scotland as well, but because that was it was in America, I was like, I really have left my mark on society here. <laughs> I just didn't think it would be a skid mark. <laughs> <laughs> They're still telling stories about your your uh, mark. Yeah, yeah, but like, like, like going up and it'll be like the uh, the, the no again might seem a bit stereotype, but it's not. It's like the Puerto Rican maids going up, going, "Watch out for El Skido." <laughs> <laughs> but he was the the skinniest white dude. <laughs> but, but he could eat like he belonged in like in Canada. <laughs> so are you uh you currently binge watching anything like on netflix or anything like uh, being, that having a having a wife and and kids like you don't really get a chance to like majorly binge watch stuff mm -hmm. uh, unless it's the kids programs I'm really enjoying chippendale okay <laughs> uh, chippendale park life yeah uh, and uh, muppet babies muppet babies is a good show <laughs> loving that i couldn't believe that muppet babies actually caused controversy yeah. Well, that was yeah because um, in one of the episodes, Gonzo's wearing a dress, and all the like the far right extremists, were, and that was the quote from the article. The far right extremists went, 
Oh, boys shouldn't be in dresses. Oh, this isn't right. This is encouraging uh, tra what, trans transgender and trans people. And I'm like, the cat was wearing a dress because he's a cat. It's, it's so simple. There was nothing even about it. They didn't even make a big deal about it on the show. It was unreal what the, the, the hate that came out of it. It was, it was quite sad, no, honestly. It's, it's, that is a show that was literally, in the title, marketed for babies. And you're like a, a 50 year old, like skinny ass white dude who's almost gonna die. Well, and you're talking about this shit. Well, clearly, you need to get laid big time. <laughs> well, and stop worrying about this tri this trivial rubbish. Kids are gonna do what they're gonna do, man. Well, it's 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 something that well I've well, again struggled to learn. Well, as a well, as a dad, I thought I was constantly failing my kids because I wasn't doing what was society was expecting me to do. And well, it took me until now, so until they're free to realize these kids are, well, they're kids. It's just something that, that happens. And well, as long as I'm there, I might make sure they've got food in their bellies and clothes on their back and well, a nice, nice-ish place to live. Well, and they've got, what and they're happy. Who cares? It was like, you know, have you heard of the Australian kids program, Bluey? No. Yeah, it was, it's blown up everywhere, and it's like this basically like an anthropomorphized dog family from Australia, which is which sounds like someone was tripping balls when they were making it, but it actually is quite good. Maybe or maybe I've just finally lost it. Well, well, I never had it, so yeah. <laughs> but the thing, but the thing that I, I noticed about it was um, what uh, Bluey, the main character, is uh, a female. But because she's uh, blue, hence the name, mm -hmm. well, my brain well, was was hardwired to thinking that Blue was a boy. Mm -hmm. And to me, and, I, I, and this is weird that, I, that a program for six-year-olds made me have an introspective crisis of like, I'm, am I really a misogynist prick? <laughs> well, going, well, I just associated this, this Bluey was a boy. What like constant, what like constantly, rather than what like just uh, not accepting the fact that Bluey was a girl, and then thinking I just bought my uh, my boys the Bluey house, the dollhouse. Like does that mean that I'm giving them girly toys now? And that's me going. You really are deeply conditioned here, aren't you? What like to think to think these type of things, and it's something that you need you need to work on, man, because you wouldn't want your kids picking up on it. So you know that I have no life when I'm uh, when I prom for a six year old is giving me a crisis of faith. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll tell you shows, shows I'm really into right now. Um, I've been getting into Star Wars. Well, I love Star Wars, but I've, I finally got around to watching The Clone Wars. Well, and um, it almost finished Rebels. Because everybody was going on about The Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. But I know that uh, there's like um, ties into the other, the other shows. Yeah. But I need to watch them first. Well, and I, mean, I, I grew up in the prequels. But, um, yeah. That's all we need to say on that one. I've watched the sequels as an adult. That's all we can say on that one. So I wasn't. I didn't have high hopes. Okay. Didn't have high hopes. Well, I'm not looking back. Like with some perspective, you do understand that they are okay. But yeah, yeah. That's, an, that's another conversation for another podcast, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want your listeners going. This dude talking about some space shit. I'm at. <laughs> but I started watching. It, I was like. Holy hell, this is good. This is meant to be for six, like six-year-olds, and it's like proper dark, like people getting beheaded and stuff. You don't see it on screen, but you know, you know, 
that's implied. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is really good. Well, I really loved it. And I'm a massive Marvel fan. Big, big MCU Marvel dork. What, yeah, right here. What, 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 what my bit of my superheroes. I think I just love the fact that, you know, in a world where he can't fight back, there's a place where the bad, where the bad guys lose and the good guys win. And I always kind of loved it. I just didn't like the fact there was no ginger superheroes, though. I, I never really, I never really noticed any redheaded superheroes. So that made me a wee bit. Pissed. There was a redheaded superhero in the Flash, but you know, like um, Kid Flash was a uh, redhead. Yeah. Uh, but, but I prefer the CW's version. I have to, I have to now prefer the CW. But that always annoyed me. Was like, because you look, then you look in media and you're like, the Gingers are always the bad guys. You think about, like, you got like um, Sinestro. You got uh, all the ginger kids in South Park. <laughs> even what well, even even in the Bible, Judas is was meant to have red hair. I'm like, they're in we're in like the Middle East or something. How can he have red hair? How is he not dead? <laughs> if you if you're really a redhead, you should have died when you were two in that desert, man. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy the things you think about. And this is why I definitely don't need weed. <laughs> well, <laughs> So if you want to get to the weird what, state of consciousness where even Jim Carrey looks at me and goes, this guy's fucking nuts, then, then yeah, come spend a, spend an hour talking to me. <laughs> I, I look forward to uh, spending another hour talking to you, man. It, the, the, I appreciate uh, it, man. I really do appreciate you letting me talk with the biggest load of bollocks for the last hour and a bit. I, I really do. Well, it's been... Well, it's been the type. It's been the type of conversation that you really need just somewhere you can just chill and what you just feel like you're uh, connecting with a friend, and that's why I loved your shows. You just it's what the same kind of style that I was looking for. Like it's like friends having a chat, and then maybe you'll talk about different things and see what see what things come up. What about yourself? What are you you watching over there at the minute? Uh, you guys have better shows than we do. <laughs> As of right now, um, I started uh, binge watching this show Squid Game on Netflix. Ah. Um, I I also myself am a huge Marvel fan, but hey, my people, uh, I I think that as of right now, Marvel has better movies, but DC has better stories. And if those yes. could translate, I think that you know they would give Marvel running for their money. In my personal yeah. opinion, it's what I always said to people that I always prefer the DC series that to the movies because they've mm-hmm. delved into it more. Well, you got because the characters are more con- like they have the more complex, they're darker, they're grittier. Something that can really work better, like in a twenty episode show, than what like, in two hours of film. They've tried to up their game with varying results. What like, in the movies? Like, but I particularly loved like, them the, like, when it was the Arrowverse. Like, so like the early seasons of Arrow, The Flash, mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow. Well, even even Supergirl. Well, I like that. I like that as well. A lot, a lot of people go, eh, it's a Supergirl. I'm like, it's still good. Especially when it went jumped to the, the CW, even though we didn't get Kalisa Flockhart. <laughs> now, if they had created those crossover episodes into featured films, mm-hmm. I think those would have been uh, top sellers, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think if like, they just got them in, in the theaters, like, you know, that would have had that bummed on the seat straight away. And it's one of those ones that I remember. Um, it was the meme that was going round, and they were saying that they had like um, over um, the Avengers are putting together a team, but we need a speedster and an archer. <laughs> what and what? And so they're going to Flash and uh, what Arrow and Hawkeye and Quicksilver. Look each other like the fuck. 
And I was like, yeah, well, at at the point, they weren't wrong at that point, but... So uh, so the meme was Falcon and Winter Soldier is like, he's out of line, but he has a point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something I really like seeing um, that Marvel's up their game with is the diversity. I really like that. I I was... Blooming heartbroken when I found out about Chadwick Boseman, man. That's such a such a talent, such such a young age, and such a likable guy. Mm-hmm. So it's that when it's like a, it's like I'm scared to watch the what ifs in case I start bursting into tears here in his voice. Yeah, it's unreal. And well, especially like um, I liked Black Panther. I thought Black Panther was really good, a really strong film. Mm-hmm. Didn't think it was Oscar worthy though, well, because it's essentially the Lion King. Which is essentially Hamlet. Or no, 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 Beth. Sorry, I'm the one that's meant to know fucking Shakespeare. Jesus Christ, man. But <laughs> <laughs> right. well, like, I still loved the film, and I still thought it was great. I thought Michael B. Jordan like knocked out the park along with Chadwick Boseman. But um, like, even 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 picked the right white guys to be in it, like Andy Serkis <laughs> and Martin Lawrence. They picked the, and like, they actually picked the, the the white guys that are that people go. Hmm, they won't steal the light, but they'll do a good job. <laughs> uh, and, it had, and I liked the fact that you understood where Killmonger came from and like, his rationale behind it, because that was something Marvel was really lacking at the time, were comp- com- like, compassionate and like, understandable villains, aside from Loki, which was everywhere. Uh, so I really liked, I really liked that as well. And it was just and when Killmonger like totally kicked to Chow's ass, he's like, "This your king." Is this your king? But right off the waterfall, I was like, man, that's amazing. That's fantastic. It just proves that you've got to give them second chances because he was shit in fat four stick. Yeah, they say that Killmonger, Magneto, Thanos, mm-hmm. all these people uh, just went about pursuing their dream in the wrong way, you know? Yep. But their message was still true, you know. Yeah. And it's, like, it's the whole thing. That, Congratulations, you're a prophet. I'm a survivor. <laughs> no. It was the worst part is when you go, I get it, but uh, I know the gist of what happens in, in Marvel What If, where the child just basically says to him, "Dude, you thought this through?" And he's like, "Oh, that's why it's wrong." <laughs> <laughs> now, like, if anybody could do it, it would be him. <laughs> Unreal. But yeah. What would you say is your favorite MCU film? Oh man. I know, I know. I just dropped a hand grenade on you. Sorry, buddy. Ah. <laughs> if I spun it round, I spun it round and I'm quizzing you. If 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 I had to just pick one. Yeah. Winter Soldier. Yes. Ca- Captain America 2, Winter mm-hmm. Soldier. From the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Oh man, just just him landing, jumping out the plane, taking on everyone on the boat, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't like his progression in martial arts from the first film to the second. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, he was strong, and he you got to think about it. He was in the sea for what seven years, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, you know, he's performing like taekwondo moves and shit like that, <laughs> and I'm just like. There's no way he he you know super serum these martial arts skills over yeah. uh, whatever the time period was you know mm-hmm. I just I didn't like that particular aspect but other than that cap hand to hand yeah mm-hmm. I, 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 I would the, say, 
at the time it was some of the best choreography we'd seen in, in the Marvel movies as well because that set that phase wasn't going so well. People seem to forget that Iron Man three I still think sucked. Thor: The Dark World sucked. Well, well, even though there are bits about that were good that were good and there were like you know there could be there could be pleasant points and that they were still bad and people were generally questioning what if after Avengers that Marvel could be on the ropes. Then Winter Soldier came out and everybody was like, whoa, this is the guy that we didn't like in phase one because he just seemed bland and boring and he's kicking so much ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously the story itself is really good. And what and so, what Scarlett Johansson like with a, the long straight red hair. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. Beautiful. I didn't know I don't know why they kept didn't keep that type of look going for what throughout with that type of hairstyle. Maybe that's just a personal preference, but yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought it was. I thought it was nice. Yeah. And Nick Fury just being Nick Fury, <laughs> Samuel Jackson, man. Well, I could. Well, you could sit and just watch, uh, watch him read the phone bit because he would just say "motherfucker" all the time. But apparently, he doesn't swear that much. What the? What? Which is weird. What the guy beats him out for swearing is Jonah Hill because of both of Wall Street. Yeah. Now, if you're Samuel Jackson, you get beat by a fat white guy at swearing. Quite interesting. <laughs> well, it depends on the film. He's mm. he's slim in some, and he's big in others. Like he's yeah, he's like the perfect in between sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love them in the Jump Street movies. Love them in Jump Street. Um, uh, the, well, I know Twenty Two Jump Street probably wasn't as well uh, received as the Twenty One Jump Street, but I still loved the bit where he finds out that he's uh, he's been shagging the captain's daughter, <laughs> <laughs> and Shannon Tatum is just ripping them <laughs> apart, and ice and ice cube just has the has the resting bitch face just <laughs> doesn't break at all. It's brilliant. He was that, putting the bulletproof vest on. He's like, what yeah. <laughs> Well, and he's going out for he's going out for a lunch with him, and he's just staring him down like he's gonna eat him. It's crazy. <laughs> it was fantastic, and then like the, the bit at the end where they're playing off as all the different types of Jump Street, like Jump Street in space, mm-hmm. one where Jonah Hill supposedly leaves, is replaced by Seth Rogen, and then comes back <laughs> to the next one, and he's like, "I'm glad you're back." What contract dispute? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even just for that, I was like, "That this has it redeemed right now." I, I think it was so underrated. It was such a good film. Oh man! Mm. Oh, I uh, I could sit here and and talk the hours about different movies, but we got, uh, well, we got to do a separate show for that and just talk about like yeah, like the movies and the, and the stuff that's kind of defined us. Well, man. I think that's. It's why I love acting in that type of medium so much because it doesn't matter if you're on the opposite side of the world, but. Someone somewhere will have maybe seen one film that's the same as you, and you can just talk about them like like they're your next door neighbor, or, or like your, your friend from from yeah, or what is you would call it like kindergarten? Okay, grade school <laughs> like, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah Man, we uh, so we we call that like primary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Let's uh, we definitely got to do this again, man. And um, definitely, you know, uh, I uh, I'll definitely want to come on your show one of these days, man. We got to. Oh that. yeah, well, you, you'll fit, you'll fit right in. You'll be on amongst the furniture right away. You'll do. You'll. It's just gonna be this, but me talking even more bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I've, tra- I've tried to. I've tried to be more restrained for your audience because they're gonna be like, t- t- in the comments, dude, that white guy is weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, uh, fear not, fear not the ginger white guy. We are a kind, simple people. We just like a lot of pizza. I appreciate your honesty, you know, yeah. to the fullest. That's true. Like, I always say pizza, me loving pizza is my only qualification to be a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> now, now we could talk forever about Ninja Turtles, but I'm not going to get Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I just, did you get the Whip Crates that they've done for TMNT? No, not yet. Yeah, I got I got them uh, a little while ago. I got some uh, some good swag on that, and I was like, "Oh, dude, this is this is brilliant. This is like it was like my my nostalgia right there." Yeah, I was I, hoping that they would have like because we can't get like see the 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 Turtles arcade game. Mm-hmm. I remember that so vividly as a kid with my brother just playing that game. Well, he must have sunk. Well, we must have skinned my parents. Like they must have had to take out a second mortgage just because we were playing that game so much. Wow. And then all of a sudden it just went out of like circulation and we were like we were distraught. We were so close to beating Krang. So close. <laughs> and then my dad went, You ain't getting any more money. <laughs> and then I thought about then I really thought about it. I was like, we weren't the best gamers. We sucked. Like he must have sunk at least a hundred pounds on us. Like, like just so he could get some peace. Wow. And he even didn't get that much peace because we keep coming back. Dad, we need more coins because we ran out of lives. <laughs> This is why even though like I'll say things about my dad, like the fact that he was able to raise me and my brother in any way, I gotta give him respect. I would have, if I was me, I would have choked the little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got so much love and respect for my family. Sometimes I really do, don't I? <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm about as sensitive as a fart in a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, That'll probably be a, a nice time to, to wrap it up and to, like, for you to like, do like a, a public apology announcement to your fans. <laughs> I I apologize for nothing that was said on this show by yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I apologize for everything that was said on this show by me. <laughs> but and if you made it to the end, well, I, I think you deserve deserve a medal, guys. Go out and get yourself a medal printed saying you survived the ginger apocalypse. <laughs> All right, Eddie, p- please let them, the people know where they can reach you and anything else right, uh, that um, you want them to check out. <laughs> yeah, they can uh, reach me on YouTube, uh, that, me- well, that Mental Ginger Show. Well, that's all on the interwebby things, your, you know, your YouTube, your uh, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, we will be going on Spotify once I can figure out how to work the bugger. But, um, so, and then you've got... Um, Top Talent Promotions, which I'm on. So if any of you guys are like singers or looking to try and get your, your music out there, look me up on Facebook. Give me give me an IM. Let's send me your stuff. We'll chat. I'll, I'll, get, I'll try and get your music plugged for you. Uh, the Ginger Engine, for all you Thomas fans, the whole maybe one person that's listened that's Thomas fan, so me. <laughs> Again, that, uh, that'll be coming in January. Um we're in the middle of recording that right now, and yes, it's just as insane as it as it sounds. Um, and if you like what any, what any weird what like rock music with bagpipes, check out the BG Warriors. That's my that was my mental health project I done for uh, for charity. So BG Warriors, Flower of Scotland, uh, and you can what and if you somehow survive all of those shows, I advise you you book in some counselling. You're going to need it. <laughs> But but just just keep listening to this guy first. Like this guy, this guy is fire, man. What he's what he's had to put up with me for an hour and forty two minutes. What 
dude, what? Go get yourself a well-deserved drink. You, what? You, you really, you really deserve it. What? Thank you so much for having me on. I know I sound like a complete weirdo, but I'm so grateful that you had me on. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, man, I just made a new friend. That's a uh, cross seas. That's all. Definitely, I hear that. If you if you ever what may make it over to to Scotland, first of all, my condolences. And second of all, <laughs> but second of all, come come hit me up. What um what my boys will seem what scared, but they're scared of everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> they're even what, they're even scared of me, and I'm the dad. <laughs> Scotland's actually on my bucket list, so most definitely, De- definitely, man, definitely, Liz. It's it's beautiful when you have the weather. They say, but even when you don't have the weather, right, it's still. Still, it's still a good place to go. Well, and I'll, I'll fill you in on the secrets of, are the haggis real? Is it a real animal? Well, why is Scotland's national animal a Loch Ness monster and a unicorn? Well, tune, well, tune in when he does his Scotland tour to find out. <laughs> <laughs> That'll just be us, like, like, like with a selfie stick walking around Glasgow, and I'm going, right, see that guy? Yeah, he's got a corner in his head. I'll explain that later. <laughs> Okay, I haven't heard that one, but uh, I'm gonna have to Google that once we get off. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, my friend. Well, I'll give you some what some totally useless like, um, bar quiz information. Mm. <laughs> hey, man, well, I, well, I really appreciate you, man. Like, much love and respect. Thank you so much for having me on. Hey, man, I, I appreciate you for uh, joining me today and and filling me full of laughs and all types of insights about your life and. You know, uh, yeah. the difference in our culture and the similarities as well. Yeah. I mean, lots of things are different, but well, we all bleed the same blood at the end of the day. Exactly. Unless you watch that right. <laughs> and we're all a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lady- co- well co- compared to me, man, you could do seminars on what's happening in my head right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, the Landover Legend, a.k.a. Big T. This has been another installment of the I Can't Make This Up podcast. That's I Can't Move a K. Make This You're Up. You're thinking about me saying that, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the I Can't Make This Up podcast. That is the I Can't with a K Make This Up podcast <laughs> with the legend, a.k.a. Big T. I want to thank you. Andrew Dernan for 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 coming here and, and hijacking my show and and making me feel really uncomfortable what, for an hour and forty five minutes. Uh, I, I appreciate you. I, I I love you all. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get shot. This is why I can't go to America. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Oh, man, you can find this show everywhere available on podcast streaming networks. I'm also on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Please, please don't forget to follow my guests and go along. Uh, Go along and support everything that he has going on. And don't forget to subscribe to everything he's also on as well. And, you know, if you enjoyed this show, please let me know in the comments. And if you didn't, you can let me know in the comments as well, and then I'll block you. (laughs) And if you didn't enjoy the show, don't worry. I totally understand where you're coming from. But he's got so many better shows, especially watch the uh, the one with the, you know, like the sex coach. That that shit's rolling. That's, that's, That's brilliant. Oh, man. Until next time, peace. (laughs) peace out everybody thank you so much for putting up with my insanity take care stay safe
I can't make this up. Being the wing man got me punched in the face by this crazy chick. I can't make this up. Gave this cool old man to ride home. Now I'm harboring the fugitive. I can't make this up. Pin between the fat chick and the speaker. Now my shirt smell like her backside. I can't make this up. It's all bad cause my man about to get stabbed in his hand over french fries. Bad. And I'ma let the land over legend do the rest. I'm out.